Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we watched Queer Eye in Japan. I almost said 2020. Me too. <laughs> we were just talking about an amazing episode on 2020. Um, A couple. <laughs> I really do think this might be a new show for us. We are both so obsessed with 2020 lately. Oh, I love the 2020. It's such a good love show. It. It's so great. <gasps> I, I I have to say out of the, what, three seasons on Hulu with, I don't know, 30 episodes each or something crazy. I love every single one of them, but like two. Same. Yes. I, there are a few where like every now and again, I'm like, oh, I don't care about that. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I'll skip it. But most of them I can just, ah. Uh, I could talk oh, about him for hours. It. But anyway, but we watched <laughs> Queer Eye Tokyo on Netflix, which is not under the regular nope. Queer Eye. Queer Eye Japan. Queer Eye. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this Japan episode. Um, Season. I learned a lot. I did, too. I don't want I don't know if it's a stereotype or not, but it's like I feel like with the Asian culture, mm-hmm. can I say it like that? Mm-hmm. Asian culture. Um, that they're, you've always heard they can't show feelings. And that's why people cover their mouths when they're laughing. Yeah. And all this stuff. And this seemed to kind of drive a lot of that home. <laughs> oh, that reinforced that feeling for you? Yeah. Yeah. I was. Especially with the third episode, I think, where the mom's like, well, we don't tell, yeah. you know, we, we just don't do that in this culture and tell our our daughters that we love them and stuff. Yeah, but or, you can say that and... about like waspy white people too. That's true. You know? But it's just one of those things that I've always heard about Asian people and was kind of hoping it was just a stereotype. But hmm. mm-hmm. like, I wonder, mm-hmm. like, do you see a lot of like upper class New Englanders expressing oh, they, how yeah, much they love prob- their kids? You know, no. No, 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 it's probably the same exact thing. Yeah, so I guess... Except for theirs isn't a culture thing. There's just their uppity white people. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> uppity white people is its totally own culture, trust me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I didn't I didn't know what the purpose of was with the skinny girl on there, except for to explain things to them that I feel like they could have Googled. Yeah, I. you know what? I have a feeling that was just Jonathan's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at first I thought, she's going to be the interpreter. Drive him around. Get him to places to places. I was like, that makes sense. And then they're like, nope, here's our interpreter. And I was like, I literally don't know what the skinny bitch is doing on here. Yeah, like, what was her? I mean, she met up with them at bars, basically. Yeah, she took him to all the gay spots. Yeah. Um, Again, Google. But, but Gay Tokyo. Why not room. have a, a gay man instead of a cis? teeny tiny asian woman i don't i don't understand the choice for that i don't either but i love the comedian they had on i think in episode three. Oh, i loved her too her style was amazing and they said that she's she's maybe not be famous over here in the states but in um japan i guess in tokyo she's like beyonce so oh she's really yeah mm-hmm. oh that's amazing i know i loved her so much she was so much fun I wonder if she's like Lizzo is here. Oh, maybe. You know, like maybe. very body acceptance and, um, you know, loving yourself and all that. <clears throat> I feel like I need to get into Lizzo. I think you should. Yeah. I don't think I should, but I think you should. <laughs> I don't okay, think... so she just is fat shaming me all now. This no, is the that's end of not what I mean. I mean I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm still kidding. hoarse from going to a metal concert a couple days ago. I don't know how much I would like Lizzo. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, she seems like an amazing person, but I don't know if the songs would, like, catch on for me. Sure, sure. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. No, that's not, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't shame people for any size. No, you don't. I was just uh, giving you a hard time. I'm uh, on new medication, so it's going to be a yeah, fun we should. We should probably let people know that Lisa's on a new medication this week. Uh, so I'm on Zola. who knows what'll happen. <laughs> Yeah. I'm on Zoloft. <laughs> Does it make you sleepy? No. No, no it really good. doesn't. Actually, I feel just the opposite. Okay. Like a little wired? A little wired. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yet I still take two naps a day, so I know. figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I'm glad okay. we're doing this today because otherwise I would not have gotten off the sofa at all for like 12 hours. Fuck. What do we talk about Queer Eye? Here we go. Well, you did. You texted me while you were watching the first episode, and I think you said something like, I'm 13 minutes in and I'm already bawling. And our biggest fan ever, Adrian, texted us basically, uh, or uh, Snapchat us the same thing. Yeah, that one and got And almost in the same spot I was at when I started bawling, so. That was, that was my favorite episode out of this little collection. The first one with yes. Yoko? Who runs a, like an end of life house. Yeah. Like yeah. a hospice house. Yeah. By herself. Ugh. She was sleeping on the floor. Oh, my gosh. Just like wherever. You know, like sometimes in front of like the dishwasher, sometimes on the front stoop, like just I mean, wherever. <laughs> I was like, well, under the kitchen table. Yes. And, and she was older than me. And I was like, no wonder Ugh. you have to walk with a cane. I would be dead. However, though, and that's what I... I it seems like no matter what age, they mm-hmm. all sit on the floor. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome because Me too. I think in America, we really undervalue the ability to get on the floor and then stand up without assistance like oh you should see me i look like a drunk that fell down i have to grab walls and shit right i think it's a really good thing for a lot of people to practice standing Mm -hmm. up without grabbing on to something or having somebody help you up it's such an important thing to be able to do Mm -hmm. um and it seems like their culture it's something that they practice multiple times a day well, hell, the little boy in the second episode, I'm sorry, little man in the second episode, he had like a mat he slept on. Yes. And I know yeah. that's a very common bed for a yeah. lot of people. And you know what? When Bobby would put beds in there, they almost seemed out of place in all of those apartments. But man, talk about small spaces. Oh Jesus my gosh. Christ. All of those places were so tiny. That's how it is over in Europe. I mean, I don't think Britain's like that small but everything's a lot smaller they just don't i mean unless you're in a castle or something it's not like big huge rooms and restaurants and places um uh i I remember staying in a few bnbs the first time we went in ireland and it was like that it was like you got a room and it was pretty small (laughs) is it like that in new york yeah new york's a lot like that too it's just tiny, tiny like that? Tiny, tiny. I think every hotel I've ever had there, except for at the Waldorf, was a small, small room. The restaurants, like, you know, you have to suck it all in and kind of s- s- get by the tables and stuff. It's very on top of each other. That is one note that I made that um, this is the closest I'll ever get to Tokyo. So, that's- <laughs> <laughs> And see, I was like, I want to go. I was I so on board with it. I do want to go, but it's never going to happen. But no, it would be- <laughs> you'll never survive the flight. No, no. never. Mm-mm, but mm-mm. see that's the thing about it is that it seems very um culturally forward in some things like with fashion yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then mm-hmm. at the same time you know they talked about how it's common to have sexless marriages but you don't talk about it i was floored by that last episode that's so that's so interesting and she was a, a french maid at a, at, a, at, a, at a restaurant. Yeah, like a episode. French-made cafe. Oh, is that, God. is that like, I was thinking, is that like Hooters? <laughs> well, <laughs> I would I mean, say yes if it was a very sexy French-made outfit, but it really wasn't. Mm, it was just like a dress with a short skirt. I think it's still supposed to be kinky, though. Oh, I think so. They yeah. gotta get their kink on. So, I don't know. Yeah. But Yoko had none of that. She was just a good, honest woman who had... So, was it your impression that she ran, like, this hospice house? Yes. And then she had a house next door for the community that was just, like, anybody can come over and, like, hang or play toys or... To me, it seemed like, and this is a New Orleans thing, it seemed like a camelback house. Yeah, okay. Okay, so, like, the back of the house was the two-story, and that's where Mm -hmm. the hospice part was. And then I think Mm -hmm. the front of the house was the community center. That was just the impression I got. So, you know, my first thing was... Yes. Ditch the community center and create a space down there to sleep so you're not sleeping on the floor. Go sleep out there! 
shit. She probably Nobody's there at night. To the patients, though. Yeah, probably. Because they are because the, they live there. Yeah, and I mean they are dying, so it's not like. Is that something we have here? Hospice homes. Yeah. I well, nursing homes, yes. <laughs> nursing homes, but not like a hospice home. Um, I don't know what hospice has because my only interaction with hospice has been they've come into the nursing homes yeah, when people are yeah. dying and tell you like they're getting ready to um and stuff like that. And I know hospice can help you like bring somebody back to the house from the yes. hospital and let you mm-hmm. let them die that way. Which is what her thing was because her sister had died. And that's why she started this, because her sister died alone in the hospital. Yeah, and she had all kinds of tubes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so she just didn't want people to have to go through what her sister went through and what she went through. And it's like, oh, my gosh. She picked the hardest part of a person's life oh and decided God. that's what I'm going to help with. Well, and the hardest thing to take care of, too, because, you yeah. know, like, I know a baby can't do anything for themselves, but they're teeny tiny and these are like grown ass people that you have to change diapers and and feed and bathe and do all that stuff and she was not a tall woman but she was incredibly upbeat about all of it that one they showed this one little scene where they had um like two elderly people sitting at a table and she came marching in the room and she was like one step two step three step four like she was like doing this little march she was so upbeat she was and such a good person and oh my god the poor thing didn't bathe sometimes you know she just wore baggy comfortable clothes and Mm -hmm. it seemed like yeah she was very upbeat but she had a big self-esteem problem too because she was like divorced so she felt like she was like a throwaway person i think but yeah she did the most amazing thing um that I think anybody could ever do. Because you that, know that's not a money-making scheme there. That's um, oh no, no back-breaking work. Yeah, that's like a lifestyle choice that mm-hmm. she she's not doing it to, to live in a mansion for sure because she's sleeping under a kitchen table. So or by the garbage. <laughs> um, what about that best friend though? Loved her. Oh my! The God. one who nominated her. <laughs> I loved her so much. They were best friend goals. I was like, oh, my God, I hope that's me and Lisa someday. (laughs) (laughs) But did you think it was us? Because um, at the end, Yoko was telling her friend about how these guys just came in and and hugged her, like, initially (laughs) and all that. And she's like, we've been best friends for 20, 30 years or whatever, and we've never hugged. Right. (laughs) And then she hugs her her best friend, and she's like, that's so nice. This is so amazing. See, I was like, that's Pickles. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll grow out of the hugging thing someday. Um, no, you won't. You're, you're past that. You're past that. Well, but you know what? That's, that is like a, a life-changing experience. Do you think that if I was subjected to the Fab Five, that it could change me into being an okay person yes. with hugging? Yes. Okay, yes. see? See? <laughs> I need to go through something like that. You're not doing Jesus work or anything, no. so I can't be like, my friend should be nominated because she lives in a horrible house that's messy. No. No, no um, that's not it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she doesn't do God's work. You do take care of your dad, but you're, you're, you're two together for me to really nominate you. I don't know if that's God work. God's work, though. That's. I think it is. <laughs> it's work, but I don't know if, it's, if I'm doing God's work. But yeah, so they 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 gave her a sassy. Did you notice they had a theme haircut this whole time for the women? No, every woman got like a bob. Okay. Okay, the two hmm. out of the four yeah. got a bob because she kind of got a bob haircut. Yes, Yoko, yeah. and then the other lady, which I forgot her name, but I have it written down somewhere. She also got a bob haircut. But man, they came in, they cleaned her up. They created a garden named after her sister or put like a memory of her sister there. You know, I've been meaning to do that for years now. I've been meaning to dedicate like a little corner of my garden to my sister. Mm -hmm. Uh, I need to do that because I do have parts of my garden that, I mean, they're not like dedicated to my grandmother, but they, they, um, Every time I go out there, it's, it's, I guess it's, yeah, I guess it is kind of an honor. Yeah. Her. There are certain plants that I have that remind me of my grandmother. And mm-hmm. so, um, mm-hmm. 
the plan is for next spring to get uh, a hibiscus to mm-hmm. remind me of my sister because it's like a super colorful flower and it's sure. like, you know it's very springtime and summer mm-hmm. and yeah so that's mm-hmm. the plan for next year it's a great idea why not yeah why the hell not they turned that sunroom into her bedroom oh it was, was a gorgeous so bedroom gorgeous oh. they gave her a bed <laughs> they, gave her, they gave her a bed honestly i think they could have came in and just gave her a spot with a bed and put like a picture of her sister up and she'd have been like this is the best life change ever now um, how do you think bobby did this because it's not like he knew it's not like he had a crew right like mm-mm. there's no way well, he brought a, construct, a construction crew over there he well, must he have put up with some some japanese designer yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking so because yeah, because well, my thing is you can hire somebody to help you with all that shit, but you can't. You know what I'm saying? You can't go in and be like, "Hey, it's Bobby. Um, I want to blah blah blah," because they're gonna be like, "Who? No, who? <laughs> right? What? You know?" Or I want um black wallpaper with designs on it. They're probably like, "What?" And when they were putting it up, one all I could think of was Dwight when he became manager mm-hmm. for and about he half a Michael's, day. Michael's office black, yeah. Black. <laughs> And I was like, black, that's going to make it seem like cave-like and dark and even closer. They did it. And I was like, oh, my God, it looks so much bigger. It legit looks like a boutique hotel. It really did. I loved what they did for her. They fixed everything up, I guess, in the um, community center. Obviously, they couldn't do anything really in the house with all the dying people. Right. Yeah. Dying. No, I, I think they had to leave most of that alone. Mm-hmm. But also, while all of this is going on, mm-hmm. she's still caring for people who are dying. Yeah. Because it's I not was... like she could be like, let me take three days off, you know, well, so that I can yeah. go have Tan show me what a French tuck is. Like, she probably <laughs> still had to bathe people every day, you know. Well, I'm hoping that maybe they brought somebody in to help with that. It looked but... like she had maybe one or two assistants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know. I thought the same thing. I thought. What if she's washing her hair and three people die? Like, right. (laughs) Which she was like, this feels amazing because she gets a haircut like once a year, maybe, or something ridiculous. P.S. That's my favorite part of getting my hair done is Is getting it washed. Do you know that's my least favorite part? Yeah. Well, they're touching you. So, yeah. (laughs) Goes back to the hugging. (laughs) But Karamo said one thing to her that. I I could literally see it on her face that it really sank in. Like, it, it broke. It was a breakthrough for her. When Karamo said, you give so much people joy, mm-hmm. therefore, you deserve joy. Yes. And it's like she was really willing to accept, yes, I can make other people happy. But she was not okay with, then I get to be happy. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't until Karamo exactly. said that, that she was like, duh, yes, mm-hmm. that makes sense. He was really spot on this this. Oh, he was episodes. real good in these episodes. Like really like good. he was he there was a couple parts where I was just like it, there's sometimes like I guess even counselors or or friends do it where they're mm. they're so direct with you and they're so right that you're like, How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I say it to you at least once a day. <laughs> How dare you be so dead on? I don't appreciate you seeing me so clearly. Thank you. Yeah. I thought I was fooling literally everybody. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Exactly. Thanks, bitch. Exactly. Yeah, but it was, um, he was really good. Because, you know, to me, he's like the one that's there, but I'm not, you don't really see him do a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he gets to the inner person, I guess, and tries to help them out, but. I mean, well, it's, it, if you think about it, 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 it they're all encompassing, right? So you yeah, have Bobby, yeah. who's like your environment. You've uh-huh. got Tan, who's like your presentation of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony is. Feeding your soul. <laughs> well, yeah, like, like, uh, I want to say like uh, sustenance. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, He's sustenance. Mm-hmm. And then Jonathan is like taking care of yourself. And then you have to have Karamo as like the yeah. mental part of it. It, mm-hmm. it rounds it all out, you know? And so it does kind of seem like mm, you're not really doing anything. Like yeah. compared to compared to Bobby, Karamo's job probably isn't that hard. <laughs> yeah. 
I think I've seen like the meme going around. And it's like, you know, Tan's like, I, I dress them up. And, you know, uh, Jonathan's like, and I fix their hair and, you know, whatever. And Bobby's like, and I do all the work, you know, and he's like sweat and frantic look in his eyes. Bobby you know. is definitely like the unnoticed rock star out of the show for sure. I love him. I love, well, it's hard for anybody really to shine when you have Jonathan running all around in his skirts and high heels. <laughs> he wore a lime green crop top that I just loved. I just, loved. but there was one outfit that I hated. He wore one outfit. It was a black crop top. And then it looked like a white Amish skirt underneath of it. Yeah. Didn't yeah. like that. Mm-mm. No, I did not. Girl. He <laughs> and we've talked about this before. I love Jonathan. I read his book. I'm going to see him in December. I love like you know sometimes he'd be jumping up and down and stuff, and you could see his little his little pooch, <laughs> which I love. Yes. And then I noticed one time when he had his hair like done over to the side and split down the middle that you know he's got that receding hairline too, which I love. Mm. I, I love that about him. That. Oh, I noticed it because I was like, what is what what's going on with this hair? And I was like, oh, he's got a receding hairline. There was one episode where he seemed to have worn it natural, like mm-hmm. like he let it air dry, and it was kind of when it was like, kind of curly. Yeah, I'd never yeah. seen his hair like that before. Me, uh, uh-uh. yeah. But no, he always had that mustache curl. Yes, uh. <laughs> no matter what, that mustache was fixed. <laughs> God, I love him so much. I love it when he goes into the bathroom, and I love it when he tells people, show me what you do in the morning, and they're like, like the last guy's like, he throws some water in his face, and then he scrubs the fuck out of it with a towel, <laughs> and I was like, ow, like my face was hurting, um, yeah. and I, I, in my head, Jonathan is just like, he's like cringing, he is so about to die it would be like somebody telling you that they went to the gym and burned through everything in 20 minutes right um they didn't have proper form and they did not wipe down the machines after they were finished yes exactly yeah see she's all right if y'all could see I, her she's pacing right now i can't i can't even process that no well, no but also there are people at my gym like that now so yeah and yeah. i hate them so much yeah you do she um, she has deep hate yeah <laughs> let's talk about him who the guy who scrubbed his face super hard okay the last one was that the last episode yeah with Mm -hmm. the with the sexless marriage yep that was the last episode. so were they hoarders i don't think they're well that's a good question moko is that his name mako moko Mm. Mm. Yeah, I <laughs> I would say no just because they had like literally no space. But then when they showed like their kitchen or whatever and they had like all those empty bottles yes. lined up and like empty cans and stuff, I was like, ooh, Ugh. maybe. So how long do you think that apartment is going to stay that way? Ten minutes. Same. But I say that, but talk about having a breakthrough. This young man, mm-hmm. boy. I was sobbing because him and his wife, they kind of were like barely dating. She's like, let's get married. He's like, okay. And they get married. She rented the dress from the photography place. That wasn't even her wedding dress in the picture. Yeah, I'm, te- I'm telling you, I have <sighs> flip-flops and t-shirts in my head where they went to get married. Uh, you know, like, hello, here we are. She's the one that wears the French maid outfit at the cafe. Yeah. He writes music. Yeah, or he's he might be into production, like he might be part of like music engineering or something like that. Yeah, he's on that side. So one of his complaints or one of his things as as to why one of his explanations as to why they weren't super close was well that we work different hours, mm-hmm. and it looks like he worked from home. So I was like, <laughs> so immediately I was like go fuck yourself yeah. put yourself on your wife's schedule then if you're working from home i literally don't understand the problem at all yeah hello sit down sorry harper's back hi, hi yeah I, I definitely feel like they were hoarders were they the ones that had like all the expired like sauces and stuff yeah there all was around like their five-year-old like rice noodles or something uh, in there something Oh, it just made me uncomfortable. It just makes me wonder, like, what did Bobby do with all that stuff? Threw it away. You think he just (laughs) threw away all their shit? 
Uh, probably a lot. I mean, if he went through and it's like, that's an empty bottle chunk. And yeah. I don't know if they were hoarders or just lazy as fuck. Yeah, they could be just lazy as fuck. Yeah. And just like, like don't clean up. Yeah. Like yeah. my boyfriend's forever laying out just like we'll have um, to go cups um, to use from time to time. Like I'll use it sometime in the morning. If we don't have bottled water, just drink some water on the way to work or something. But um, he'll leave it sitting out. And I'm like, are we saving? Is this fine China? Why is this not in the trash? <laughs> Dustin does the same thing. <laughs> Throw it the fuck away. I have no bad habits, so it's really just him. Right. But anyways. Yes. So I, 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 I feel like they may not be hoarders or really bad hoarders as much as lazy. Because, you know, hoarders, sometimes you can't throw out stuff without explaining to them why you have to throw it out, getting their permission. Yeah. yeah. Because they will go through to the dump to pull it all right. back and out. And it didn't so, seem that they um, went through that. No. So he's like, I don't like to be noticed. I like to blend into the the crowd. Tan takes him to a shop, and he's like, I love this pink shirt. And I, right. I was like, what? What's happening here? <laughs> and even Tan was like, oh, okay. He's uh, like, great. Uh, okay. I love that color, too. Like, I think he was just like, I don't know what to do now. Like, I think he thought he was going to have to fight to bring color in. And he yeah. didn't have to. No. Well, but, but then they also had that little conversation. Where were they? Uh, Karamo took him to... Like a cafe, wanna... like a Starbucks or something. No, where they had to make the little flowers. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then the he made him and his wife like stand there and... Or it was yoga. They did yoga too, didn't yoga. they? Yoga. Yeah, yeah, they did yoga too. Um, mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that I think that that's where you were going. You were saying that, boy, he had a breakthrough there. He did because they made him do yoga and then he made him like sit there and actually talk to each other. Boy, that was intense because he's he asked his wife, he's like, do you love me? And it's like. Like putting it all <laughs> on the line. Like this episode like, go right be very to the different. Chase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, I think most people I think would into it. And he just started out like with a bang and then she's dead silence. And I'm like, uh oh, <sighs> she's already having an affair. No. it And it turned out that she was worried that she that he didn't love her mm-hmm. because she thought she was a bad wife. Yeah. Because and she didn't like, cook and clean. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm disgusting, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, the, but you know what I didn't like is that Karama was like, I can see you getting emotional. Come over here with me. Oh. And then he kind of like broke down in Karama's arms. That should have been his wife. Yeah, I, I thought so, too. But boy, that was such a touching scene. Because, I mean, that's not just like a man crying. That's a man bawling. Yeah, that was a breakdown for sure. I was I was like sitting there. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> that's like the crying. kind where like you take like the biggest nap afterwards right do you, do you ever have those <laughs> yep yep you i did it i so think hard. after that episode yeah you cry <laughs> so hard you're just like i'm so tired now <laughs> i think i watched two episodes like saturday morning walked the dog got lunch and took a nap and then i watched the last two episodes um before I went to bed. Yeah. And it was the same thing. I was like, take the dog out real quick to pee. And I was like crashing. I crashed Aww. so hard. I don't think I moved for like hours <laughs> in my bed. I was just like, and I'm out. <laughs> the anime girl, I really don't think that they got through to her. Especially like Karamo gave her that little assignment, like draw a picture of yourself. And she comes back and it's like, first of all, it's not done. So, I mean, uh, like, what else do you have going on right now? You have five gay men running around your house. Like, I feel like that should take precedent over <laughs> what else are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. why didn't yeah. you finish that? It would be like somebody telling you your homework assignment is to go to the gym and work out. Right. And then you don't do it be- or you go and you're like, I just did arms. I was there like 10 minutes and I came back home. Like, yeah. I mm, I don't think they got through to her. Well, I don't think they did either. But part of me was like, you know, I think she had like a kick-ass job. What she wanted to do kind of blew it. Mm-hmm. Then she had an exhibition mm-hmm. that confused me. Because I was expecting, I think I was expecting like stuff to be framed. And not just torn out of a notebook or a napkin or yeah. whatever she had hanging up. Like, I kind of liked the concept a little bit. But then I was like, it needs to be framed. 
something or matted or something. They, they just didn't seem like pieces, you know? <gasps> yeah. 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 That, But that bedroom. Oh, my God. That bedroom was awesome. When they finished it. But did you notice, like, when they were cleaning it out, just how much, speaking of hoarders, how much crap that was in yes. there? Ugh. Oh, my God. I was just like, what? And, and the stuff that Bobby did. Like, they had a loft that just had junk in it. And and to me, I was like, why not put one of your mats up there and sleep up Lisa's there? Lisa's like, like, do you know how many pops I could put up there? Like, Thank you. First thing I thought of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I loved what he did with, like, the stairs and made them, like, pull out shelves all the yes, way up. I was like. I love that. So smart. It was just, he did a phenomenal job. But yeah, that was like my least favorite story because I was just kind of like, yeah, she just seems like she's a millennial that doesn't know really what she wants to do. And she's got mom issues and she's got self-esteem issues. Stand in line. Like, exactly. you're 22, yes. 23. Yes. Like, you're not supposed to know anything yet. Um, there are millions of us. Yeah. I mean, you know, at 23, I moved to New Orleans. So with no job and barely any money. So you, you you do stupid things at that age. Um, what was what was the other story? The other story was I think my second favorite, and that was on Can, who was the little gay Asian guy. <gasps> he was so adorable with his yes. little British boyfriend. Yes. Oh my god, I love them so much. He, he had. He, they can't see you, but Lisa. He did have very feminine wrists. Yeah, I was doing that a lot. Yes. <laughs> Very feminine wrists. Um, yeah, and that was interesting because I, as I watched him with them, you could see him getting more comfortable with his own body language. His gay was coming out. Well, yeah, but but really what it is is that even though these people spoke different languages, you got the Fab Five that speaks English and then you've got him that speaks Japanese, their body language connected right away. Mm-hmm. And so he could tell, he's like, they speak the same body language as me. And so he kind of got a little more, uh, <clears throat> a little you know. feminine. Yes, as it went through. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I loved it so. But he did speak English because he, he moved. Did. Went to university in Canada and then mm-hmm. went to London for a while where he met his cute, adorable boyfriend. <laughs> he was so cute. And the thing that kind of cracked me up about it and kind of made me go like, hmm, is Tokyo is like insanely huge, big New York, uh, Manhattan, crazy big. Like, yeah, yeah. You're alone in a sea of a million people. Yeah, millions and millions. How he was like, I'm afraid to hold hands with my boyfriend out in public. I'm like, who the fuck's going to even notice you in Tokyo? Yeah, you know, that's, I don't get that. My assumption was as a culture, they don't really speak in public to begin with. Yeah. While you're standing there waiting at like a train platform or whatever, you're not going to sit there and have a conversation with your best friend who might be standing next to you or whatever. Like that's for a private space. Like that's when you Mm -hmm. have conversations. So I'm like. Okay, so then I get not holding hands or whatever, but who would say anything to you in public? Because people don't talk in public. Well, I think it's more looks. I think he he felt like, you know, they were going to look and be like, you know, kind of give them a stern look like and roll their eyes or whatever and be like, gays, you know, well, like that's not accepted. In America, you might come across like, I don't know, some fucking wannabe neo-nazi bigot or whatever who i could see like you know saying something to you calling you an Mm -hmm. f word or something like that i just can't see that in their society Mm -mm. i can remember when i was a kid and i mean i was like 10 11 something like that and we went to key west which has a very active huge gay community and that was the first time I saw two men holding hands and I remember thinking like well that's unusual but I wasn't like oh my god they're doing something wrong it was just kind of like huh Mm -hmm. that's something you know (laughs) yeah Uh, that's that's kind of unique I think I knew what gay was meaning like boys like boys and girls like girls but to actually see it like yeah. in real life was kind of not shocking I don't want to say shocking but it was just kind of like but it oh. must be so different for kids now because they've probably seen it on TV more than they've seen it in real life you know well, exactly because I mean in the 70s it wasn't really no, they had no gay characters on TV back then 
we had a boy who, and I know I've talked about this before, who lived next door to us. His name was Trip, and I think he babysat for me a few times. Um, and he was transgender. Oh, back then you called them transsexuals, but he was very feminine, very gay. I mean, I don't know how to say it nicely, but very, very feminine. Uh, very yes. like Jonathan, like that, yes. to, in my head, that's what he reminded me of. Um, and he went and got a sex change and became a woman. And oh, you know, like. You know, so it's yeah, kind of like that didn't happen a whole lot. No, yeah, I, and I, again, we call them trans transsexuals back then. Or tra- was it transvestite? Transvestite, maybe it was transvestite. Yeah, I think it was transvestite. Because um, I have a truck driving uncle who still identifies as transvestite. Because some people are like, "Oh, you shouldn't say that word." He's like, "No, but that's what I am." So, well, I mean, come on, <laughs> just let it go. Yeah, just whatever. But this little boy was so cute, and I was when I first saw him, I'm like, besides his apartment having like three ketchup packets, some soy sauce, and packs of rice, he really didn't have anything in there. So I was like, "Oh, they're gonna make up his house." But what else are they going to change about him? Because his hair, I thought, looked fabulous. He was obviously mm-hmm. wearing great clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they, you know, they Jonathan. Need to, they need to gay him up a little bit. And they did. Well, I don't think, yeah, they really did. That's what did. he wanted. That's what he yeah. wanted. He wanted to feel more comfortable mm-hmm. um, in a gay community. And so his thing was he had his mom and brother coming in from the country <gasps> That we're going to meet his boyfriend. I liked them. I did too because he, because I thought, so, okay, so in my head I was like, okay, this is like, the way he was talking, this is like America was in like the 70s or 60s or whatever. You know, it's not really talked about and to have your boyfriend, your partner meet your parents who are country has got to be like, either they're going to come in and be like, this is fabulous or they're going to come in and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. But when they came in, they were just like, hey, what's up? High five. The mom's like, I like him. He's trying to speak my language. <laughs> she was already in love. Aww. And I thought it really worked out well. Yeah. And I, you know, they just kind of helped him find himself and, and, yes. and be more comfortable with himself. Oh, Anthony taught him how to make like a little cocktail so he could be like making drinks when his boyfriend came over. Oh, I loved that. And so he's making the drinks. I'm expecting his boyfriend to come over. And, and he, he did. Downstairs. And then he goes downstairs and I'm like, no, what the fuck? It. Well, one, it. he should have had one of those smoking jackets on to make the martinis. That's how that should have gone down. And shame on Tan for not showing him that. With the French tuck. Yes. Uh... <laughs> I loved everything Anthony made this season. I want to cook all of it. I want to cook that apple tartlet, whatever the fuck that thing was <gasps> oh, called. Oh, she was so cute. She, she was counting to flip it over. I don't know why. I thought she was so adorable every time she counted. She was like, it, she was so funny because she would hold it. One, two, <laughs> three, flip. <laughs> and they were like, oh, no, that plate's too small. I'm like, if that whole thing goes on the floor, I'm going to literally die. Um, it didn't, kind no. of. Yeah, I I really liked this season. It was different. I liked it. Was it was different. I kind of hope they kind of go and do more things like this. Like, I'd love to see them go to London and do the same yes. thing. Or Ireland or, yeah. you know, yeah. wherever. Because I'm tired of seeing Americans do it. Them doing Americans. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I need all the culture I can get because <laughs> Cause I her stay vacation within a 20-mile radius. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Right. The, oh, the only place I'd travel to is Florida. So mm-hmm. <laughs> where most people travel away from. Um, so we, you and I talked before the show. We don't really have any obsession. Oh, you know what I want to talk about before we move on, though? Huh? One of my only other notes is that I have this came at a really good time for me this season mm-hmm. because I have been kind of immersed in Japanese uh, TV lately. Oh, <laughs> I yes. Am, I am still binge watching Dragon Ball Z. Yes. With my husband. So I guess that is kind of my obsession session is that, uh, yeah, lots, <laughs> lots of Japanese. We were eating Japanese food while watching a Japanese anime. And then awesome. I switched over to uh, Queer Eye in Japan. So that was great. Yeah. And I learned how to eat with chopsticks. Did you? Why? Well, it looks easy. 
<laughs> Are you going to try? Yeah, I think so. Do they I'm have always... good Japanese food in Dallas? Um, we don't have anything good in Dallas. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. No, we have a Thai place that's fabulous. Mm, um, that's not Japanese. I know it's not Japanese, but, you know, whatever. It's yeah. close. <laughs> we have a little not gem, Japanese. like a little hole in the wall that has been there for years and I didn't know about it until recently. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know of anything, but we may go look. We may hmm. go exploring. I you don't know when. You should go have Japanese food. Like, stay on theme this week. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So, we were talking about uh, the 2020 episode that we watched. Yes. Last week, right? Yeah. I haven't okay. seen the newest episode yet. Okay. And this was so fascinating, and I was dying for you to watch it. I'm like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? And you're like, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I missed it on live TV, and I, I don't have it set up to record, so I had to wait for it to come out on Hulu, and that took like three or four days. No, it did not. It came out the next day. I'm telling you, I looked. It wasn't there yet. Well, that's how I watched it was on Hulu. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Do you have Hulu live? No. Oh. I'm not, I'm not rich. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not rich. <laughs> so it's the person who just signed up for Disney Plus. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. So this this episode that we both were obsessed with um, was on the Slender Man attack. Yeah. Uh, which I had watched a documentary on HBO, which is really good. I think it's called yeah. Beware the Slender Man. Slender Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a true crime story of two little girls. They're twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, three little girls, actually, but yeah. Yeah. Well, two little girls take their other friend, the third friend, out into the woods and try to stab her to death. Not try. They pretty much did. Well, they <laughs> I mean, almost they stabbed did. her like yeah. 35 billion times. I can't believe this girl lived. Crawled out of the forest, which, you know, if she's a murderino, she would have done better. Been like, fuck you. I'm not going in there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, the forest. 12, and she's with her best friends. They were at a sleepover. They were playing a birthday sleepover. Oh, just mm-hmm. hours before these girls were playing dress up, like dressing up as princesses and stuff. Well, and there's some stuff I want to talk about that we may have to cut out. But yeah, so these little girls went down a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> called the Internet yeah. uh, on Slender Man. And which one is, of them. Which is a creepy pasta. Yes. It's Sorry. a made up urban legend about a man <laughs> who takes children away and he's very tall and slender. Obviously, he has no face. He wears a suit. He's like the men in black. Yeah. <laughs> and it is now when, now when this creepypasta first came out, I remember it hitting the Internet. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I remember showing it to you and going, Lisa, look how fucking creepy this shit is. Yeah. I was, I, I legit am still scared of Slender Man. Yeah. Well, and then too, I mean, he's going to show up. He's going to be so not even standing out. He's going to blend in so much that I can see how nobody would see him until it's too late. I mean, he's like eight feet tall. Right, yeah. Snow white with no face. So that oh, would yeah. just slip right yeah. by. Mm-hmm. You just... Nobody would even notice until it was He's too late. He's very scary. He is very. Well, that no face thing freaks me out. It's like when you see a horror show or something and they sew up the lips. Yes. Yeah. That freaks me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. More than anything. And so, God's green earth. So these two girls become obsessed with Slender Man. Yeah. And they have to show Slender Man that they are worthy because supposedly he has a mansion in the middle of the woods mm-hmm. and you can go live with them but it's mm-hmm. like a gang you have to go through initiation which is killing somebody and then there's there's also one story i don't remember which because i don't i don't remember their names or which one was which but one of them said that they had to kill her yes as like a sacrifice or else he would get them okay she was yeah. the one that was crazy but not as crazy as the little well, blonde chick obviously mentally ill yeah, but that one chick, mm. the other one, the one know. whose dad was we schizophrenic. Have to look up Hold on. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. I'm about to do it right now. Anissa and Morgan. Yes. And yes. the little girl they stabbed is was Peyton. Peyton. Yeah. So she, this is the first time she's wanting to talk, which is why 2020 was doing the special on it, because this is the first time she's actually said anything since the stabbing. Peyton, the victim. The victim, Peyton, yeah. yes. Like, five years later. Mm-hmm. Which, P.S., she looks pretty well adjusted. But, of course, part of me is like, that's an act. She is 
she is biding her time to those bitches get out and then it's going to be full on crazy pants. <laughs> but, but you know what? Even I think that though is even pretty well adjusted. I think yeah, that's I a totally too. normal thing for her to be like, wait till these bitches get out of jail. Yep. And I'm a fucking go after them. That is, she was so normal. Mm-hmm. She they showed pictures of her like getting her first car. Yeah, um, she was at school like with other friends, she, yep. hanging out with her family, playing with her dog. Like she is so normal for a person to have been stabbed by her two best friends when she was twelve years old and left in the woods to die for yeah. a made up monster. For a made up monster for a made up reason. Yeah. So she yes yeah, she was stabbed nineteen times. She they told her to. St- Stay there because if she didn't move, it wouldn't be as bad or some such bullshit. Which, yeah, they told her to stay still or else she would bleed out faster. She would bleed out faster. But then finally, I think she was like, go fuck yourself. And she crawled out of the forest and some guy sees her and he calls 911. Um, but basically, if they had kind of, quote unquote, done a better job. She would have died out there, but it's like it's one of those things where they missed kind of all the major organs or didn't go in deep enough to really do serious damage. Well, because they're 12. Well, exactly. Then they were just like, peace, y'all, and they go skipping out of town. Yeah, they would. And they pick them up like five miles, 10 miles or something from town later that day. Yeah, they were walking out to Slender Man's mansion. Yeah. <laughs> Just they like, really honestly believed that, that 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 they would get to the mansion and there would be Slender Man and everything would be fine. So I think it's is I can't remember. I wish I had pictures. I can't remember which one was the crazier of the two. It says here that Anissa was sentenced to twenty five years to life, um, mm-hmm. and Morgan was sentenced to a maximum of forty years to life. Morgan. Okay, so Morgan was the one. So this is my thought to you, and you may be cutting all this out. Okay. You know. Now, what does Morgan look like? Did she have the long blonde hair or the short? The long dark hair? blonde hair. Okay. Um, that always had it in her face. That's Morgan. Morgan. Okay. Her mom had the really, really short hair, kind of hippy dippy. Yes. And her dad was a schizophrenic? Yes, her dad was schizophrenic. Yes. So here's my thought. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want to... We all have mental health issues. I understand that. But knowing that you can inherit mental illness? Question mark? Mm -hmm. I think you can. Um, And I've said that for years. Schizophrenia, for sure. Yeah. So I feel like even though they were very... Good parents, and you can't, you don't blame the parents in a situation like this. But I feel like they also kind of gave her a little bit too much of a free range. <laughs> yeah. Like, that bitch should have been in therapy from five. Like, just talk about your feelings. Like, I would have taken, if I had a, if I had a, um, a child with a partner, my partner, who had serious, serious mental health like that, I think I would take them to therapy a lot and have that monitored locked down yeah um i mean don't you because i mean (laughs) well here's what i have to say about that i think that schizophrenia is portrayed in media to be an evil person so if you're schizophrenic you're evil because a lot of serial killers that we know about were labeled as schizophrenia but that was back in the golden age of serial killers where the definition of schizophrenic was a lot broader than what it is now. I think that even though the dad is schizophrenic, that doesn't mean that he was evil. And the same thing could have been said about her. Just because even if they really did think that their daughter was going to be a schizophrenic, which they should not have been worried about that at this Mm -hmm. point in her life, because it doesn't usually onset until the late teens, early 20s. Oh, okay. So Mm -hmm. she's 12 years old. She's still got years before she would even start showing any signs of schizophrenia. Um, But even if they did think that, okay, yes, she might have gotten it from her dad, that's still no reason to be like, oh, well, we can't send you to a sleepover because you might murder someone. Oh, no, no, no. But I think she... She definitely had issues. Like, yeah. I, um, I mean, like, definitely 
signs. I, I, I mean, of course, it's easy to say that watching a two-hour special. Right, right. That Multiple just focus, documentaries, yeah. Yeah, that only focuses in on the stabbing and not probably, you know, the other 98% of her life. But, ooh, she, she's damaged, that one. What I find interesting about this case, and I, I'm starting to see that this is something that I'm super interested in, is the folly of do the the madness of two. Oh. So there are lots of cases that involve folly ado, which is an actual like psychiatric term sure, where sure. two people become entangled and then share a madness together. Wow. Um, like so remember that story about the twins in Ireland mm-hmm. who kept running onto the interstate? Yes, yes. Okay, so that's that's a folly ado. Okay. There is another story about two maids, and this was like way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like before like electricity and shit. <laughs> two maids who go crazy and murder the entire house. Uh-huh. The whole household. That's a folly ado. And so is this one. It's yeah. two girls together uh-huh. that become obsessed with this fictional thing. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a reality because of the two of them together. Like that is so fascinating to me that you yeah. have to find just the right kind of person mm-hmm. to share your crazy with. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, who, who was it? Is it the Hillside Stranglers? Was that two guys who were murderers together? Yeah, I remember Stranglers? this. I remember what you're talking about. Because I think that my favorite murder ladies did an episode Yeah. On it. Um, anyways, I can't remember. What, anyways. It, it, it's, it's just the chances of yeah. this happening. Yeah. Of these two girls at the same age, one is destined to be crazy and the other one is just so, I don't know, uh, easily influenced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That she's made to be crazy too. Yeah. They're 12. I mean, at 12. I was so fascinated by this. Um, especially when they show the interview tapes, which they could interview them by themselves because that's the law in mm-hmm. wherever the fuck they're at. Whatever state that is, there is the, whatever state that they were in, they did not need parents to be present during the interviews. Or a lawyer. Or a lawyer. Or like a representative. Nothing. It nothing. was a cop and a kid, and that was it. And they they just rattled off what they did. It happened hours ago. And it wasn't like they were very emotional about it. No. Uh-uh. It was very matter of fact, like, and Morgan then we was, did this. Morgan, I want to say Morgan seemed manic, but at yes. the same time, she could have just been a hyperactive 12-year-old. Yeah. 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 And then Anissa, who is the one who was kind of the more malleable of the two, she just seemed so like, like she wasn't involved at all. She was the telling the story like she wasn't even there. Yeah, and it and it seemed to me like it was almost like an out of body experience she was yes, describing for Anissa, definitely. Yeah, like I was there and I saw it, but it wasn't really me, kind of thing. You know, I mean, I get that they didn't need you don't need anybody in there, like a parent or whatever. And I I, I can kind of understand why they do that because I think they even said like you get better information if the They're parents right. aren't yeah. there, which I I get too. When they were talking to those girls, I, I do not know how they didn't just be like, okay, I'm going to cuff you right now because I'm afraid you're going to come across the room as a crazy pants and rip my eyes out. That one female officer, as it starts to unfold, it's, it's, um, it's a female cop and she's sitting there. You can see through her, through her question that she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> where the male cop who was interviewing Morgan, I think, mm-hmm. and he was kept asking her questions, and she even stopped and was like, "Are you asking me the same question over and over again?" So I'll slip up. She caught a little toot. I was like, "You're twelve. What? I don't think what? she was schizophrenic. I think there's something wrong with her, but I don't mm-hmm. think she's schizophrenic. I don't either. I don't either. I think she's dangerous. And yes, yes." She needs to be in a mental, but she needs to be in like a prison psychiatric thing yeah. because I have a feeling she gets out unless she's heavily medicated. Yeah. Something else is going to happen. Yeah. That she's not going to be normal. And that's one of the moms had said about them because they've gone in so young that when they get out in 25 years, 
it's almost like what's worse sending them to prison or sending them to a psych ward to stay in it's like they're damaged goods i don't know how they're going to be able to function outside their most you know formative years are going to be spent adapting to an environment that not even a percentage of the outside world knows about yeah so it's like, yeah, what are these kids going to do when they get out? Just keep them in. Just keep them in. I, the whole time I'm watching, I was like, God, what's worse? What's better? I don't know. Maybe in the mental health facility, they will get the meds and the tools they need to help, quote unquote, fix them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Morgan really should be in prison. I think she, she's she got whatever the Bundys and the Gacy's and the Mansons and all them have, she yeah. has it. Yeah. They Whatever say that it is. That's a real thing that they say that there is some gene mm-hmm. in our DNA that makes you a Bundy or not. Mm-hmm. Like I hate to say born evil, but that child was born evil. There's like something there, wrong with her. There is something seriously wrong with her. Do you think that if she hadn't come across slender man, she would have been all right. No. No. I don't know if she would have done an action like this so young. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if she would have done that. She probably would have been the typical serial killer where she started skinning cats and dogs and things like that. Like, I can totally see her going on that path. What about Anissa? I think she has some mental health problems as well, but I think she's a sheep and she yeah. is a follower. Yeah. Like you said, she's Powell. malleable malleable so i think she has issues and she wants somebody to like her and this and the other so she she did what she did to to be in that number kind of thing yeah i think she was lonely she was so lonely lonely. she had no other friends at school yeah that when her when anissa bonded with morgan over this slender man thing she was like i'm gonna ride this bus till the wheels fall off yeah yeah and i mean you know i you know me i get hooked on something and it's hook line and sinker full force so yeah, i can that's totally why we see. have obsession sessions every <laughs> week <laughs> but i could totally see um like i said i i think she's got obviously got some some mental issues too but i think her thing is i just want to be light as opposed to Morgan, who is pure evil. Like I, like I said, I would not be surprised if she gets out. And a couple years later, we hear about her going on a shooting spree or, you know. Uh, she, I mean, she's, she's probably likely to poison somebody or something. I mean, that's, that's what women do. I mean, I feel like she's sitting in the mental health facility right now and is probably still so doped up that yeah. she really can't hardly function. We don't know that. I don't know that. I'm just guessing because I think if they didn't have her so doped up, you know, is there a lockdown in mental health facilities? I don't know. Do they have to strap her to the bed at night so she doesn't kill her roommate? I I I don't know. know. Does she still think Slender Man is real? Yeah, I would would be really interested to know that because (laughs) if they do, if either one of them still thinks that Slender Man is real then mm-hmm. this is absolutely like what do you call it uh when you, when you can't be tried for murder because you're crazy yeah you know uh, yeah mm-hmm. but part mm-hmm. of me also thinks they knew it wasn't real um morgan probably i'm telling you i think morgan is young michael myers like she <laughs> she to me just is evil and because she was evil and you know i hate to say badsy but i really think that she she gravitated towards the creepypasta and that kind of stuff and saw slender man and like you and i was like that's fascinating that's kind of creepy yeah and then kind of went down that rabbit hole which is so easy to do nowadays like back in my day if there's been a slender man you'd have to hope there was a book about it in the library like well, yeah, there was like no I've, internet I've, to go on and no, deep dive I've said on in this. this show before that I used to check out the same damn books from the library over and over. Yeah. And it was like stories you tell in the dark, end of the sidewalk, yeah. all of that stuff, you know. And so now there's so much more out there mm-hmm. than than what's just in your middle school library. Or a public library. Yeah. Like, like I did. I mean. 
I didn't even so, have that. I just had a middle school library. Yeah. So there's no deep dive you could have done back then. Um, whereas now you can latch on to something like Slender Man and, and, and be a part of forums and communities and yeah. they're, they're they're corresponding or interacting with other people yeah. who are probably just feeding this it's real it's real it's real thing you know or making her feel like she's she's justified in this thought of she wants to kill somebody mm-hmm. because you have this community that probably in the deep dark parts of the web <laughs> that it's 12 year olds know deep. how to get to 4chan and creepypasta are not that deep into no, the no, internet no. but i'm saying that's like your introduction and then you can kind yeah. of drill down from there i'm sacrificing goats to slender man i'm doing this i you know whatever but yeah i think that would be very interesting to know if they do believe in slender man because if they still do wolf and i think the not morgan the other one anissa she can start her early release program like soon yeah like yeah yeah 2020 2021 something like that in in 2020 in in early 2020 i want to think it's like february something like that Mm -hmm. she can apply for release every six months yeah and morgan can apply in june so it is possible that these kids could be out within, you know, a year from now. So if you if you go to prison for something like this, if they went to prison, you can appeal the decision. You yeah. know, like Manson, all the Manson family did all the time. And they're like, but they nope. didn't. They 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 were they pled guilty. Yeah. So you can't appeal. Oh, that. that's true. But what, but, but what you can do is apply for release. But does it have to go through, like, the same process? Like, do you have to go, do all your doctors have to get together and be like, I don't think she's ready or I think she's ready? Is there a thing where the the parents of the other little girl that was stabbed can go up and be like... (laughs) I think so. Hold a tick. She shouldn't be out. They shouldn't be out. They've served, like, 15 minutes of their prison or their time. And especially Morgan, she should be there for 45 years. I don't think she should get out not a day early. I mean, unless no. there's a massive turnaround. And I don't know if I'd trust it. It's that it's that argument where it's like, is she evil or it, or is she sick? Is there a difference? Yeah. Because if she's sick, then does she deserve to be locked up her whole life because of something that she can't control? I feel like if, if, if she's sick, then they can they can help you with that. You know what I'm saying? But she's. But you think she's. There is no help for that. And I think she would be the type that would be like, "Yep, you're right." And I found Jesus and whatever else, whatever it takes to get out, is what she's going to do. Well, look at Ed Kemper, who shot both of his parent, his grandparents, when he was 15 years old. Right? He went into kind of the same situation that Morgan and Anissa are in now, where it is like a mental. Um, health facility but also like a youth prison or whatever and he somehow got access to his records and was able to correct himself as he went through therapy and and interviews and stuff like that and he was out by his uh, I think his early 20s so it is Mm -hmm. possible you know that you can circumnavigate that stuff if you truly yeah. are an evil yeah, person. Yeah, she could be an yeah. Ed Kemper. I'm I'm just saying. Like I didn't I never saw anything in the in the interview. I thought the um when she was she showed, she showed no, remorse, no remorse and, at all. And I think when None. they were like, Okay, we're sentencing you and she went, You have anything to say before the court and she just like broke down I'm so sorry. No, you're fucking not. You're sorry because yeah, you got did. caught. Yeah. If you'd have killed that girl and she would have died, no remorse. I think she's sorry that um, that she didn't make it to Slender Man's little castle. I th- exactly. I don't think she's sorry. Not at all. I think she's like, great. I'm glad I did it. I'm pissed I didn't kill her. But I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> this story has everything I like. It has creepy yeah. internet <laughs> shit. Uh, it's got creepy kids. Uh, it really it's does. It's got everything. What a great episode. Go watch the 2020 episode on Slender Yeah, because I have a dog staring at me right now. I think she needs to go out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, that was really good. 
when are we gonna start our 2020 podcast in 2020 <laughs> <Duh>. okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's this week's 2020 about it's about it's like what was it texas deadly texas triangle texas, texas triangle love triangle or something like that <clears throat> and it's about um a high school <laughs> football coach wait can but... i just read you the description yeah go a man is convicted of killing his wife that's all <laughs> that's every episode of 2020 <laughs> and it's so much more <sighs> i wish it was just a man killing his wife story then it's like done and this, it's not this slender man episode is um season 42 episode 5 it's called the wicked yeah yeah I think next week, I think next episode, we're going to be doing The Crown, which is coming out later November. Yes. So if you have not seen the first two seasons of The Crown, go watch that. It's amazing. I cannot even wait. I, I still think it's not coming out, so. <laughs> At least it doesn't believe it. I don't believe that it's coming out. Just saying that. So we will see you in two weeks. Okay, bye. Bye.